Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors Podcast. This pig came bottling. Just ended up puking last night. It sucked. <laughs> Whoa. Ah! All right, everyone. This is a Thin Blue Line Outdoors podcast, episode seventy. We are uh, seventy. We are cooking right now oh with podcasts. Um, hope you guys are enjoying all the podcasts we're putting out here lately. Uh, I know we we started off strong when we started the podcast, and then like throughout season, we usually do a decent job. But it's off season that yeah. we struggle, and that should be the time we do more podcasts, in my opinion. Um, I think we uh, have gotten that figured out a yeah. little bit better now. I've just listened to the last one with Blue River. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I thought that was a, I thought that was a great interview. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of uh, good stuff to bring to the table. A lot of interest <laughs> and stuff. As I say, mate, I want to know what job you've got where you can just call into work and then all right <laughs> with you going hunting because whatever you've got, I want a piece of it. But very good podcast. Yep. I can't believe it's seventy. I know, I know. I'm super excited. So that was episode sixty-seven um, before this one. If you want to go back, there'll be uh, Matt and Nicole Rave. Matt's a team member. Nicole's his wife. They've been on the podcast before. They were actually, uh, for the longest time, our number one podcast. Um, no way. To, yep. um, I'm assuming it's because Nicole, because she's better looking than all of yeah. us. Uh, that's yeah. going to be my assumption. Um, but uh, but they're back on. Um, if, you, if you want to go back and listen to that, it's going to be podcast 68. Podcast 69 um, is Nathaniel um talking about his first deer and stuff yes. um, he's a child so he wanted to be podcast 69 as you can imagine Did he? yeah, yeah. perfect number for you lad uh-huh. but i was actually just talking about you nate uh, i was very very impressed uh if you haven't seen nate's first first kill on camera yep uh, go first back and period. check it out mm-hmm. first kill period mm-hmm. nate i think you've done a, an amazing job mates uh, mm-hmm. first kill period first kill on camera and mm-hmm. you absolutely nailed it mm-hmm. so i enjoyed your hunting if you haven't seen it go back and check nate's first kill very exciting and it was a very good watch yep yep uh, that was either vlog two of the 23 season or vlog three i don't remember it's one of the two it was um, an early one yeah yep so uh, yeah check that out guys um if you want but yeah we have ryan the red coat on this podcast here um you guys should have seen it already by the time this podcast comes out if you haven't go back and watch it but ryan's been putting some yotes down um and that's what we're here to talk about um in person uh this is a few hours before we go out tonight um uh us two and then kyle we are uh excited but yeah can't Ryan. wait can't wait yeah um you can talk about your maybe your uh, journey a little bit yeah, into yeah. This kyle so hunting. i've got I, i've been lucky i've got two two really good mentors from the state police a couple of colleagues of mine fantastic mentors uh i've, I've talked about them before I don't mention no names, but uh, I'm hoping by uh, this time next year, <laughs> at least one of them will be filming the hunts mm-hmm. uh, and jumping on board on the Thin Blue Line Outdoors team uh, because, you know, you're more than welcome and you bring a lot to the table. But I've got two fantastic mentors. Uh, met these guys. They were actually training up in Chicago uh, a year or two ago. Hooked up with them and we did a little hunt uh, up north. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was what introduced me to this whole thermal game. I had no clue. You know, I, I knew about night vision, but I didn't know anything about thermals. And I seen seen the kit that they were rocking. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is otherworldly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, left that hunt and then did some research. And then, yeah, I was blown away because uh, it's very costly. It is very <laughs> yeah. costly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to get into it that's that's a real real downside i do hope though that 
as the technology gets better, that prices do come down. And you can get cheaper end thermals, but you know the old saying, you pay for what you get. Um, and even if you look at the quality of, of, of the two thermals I got, mine are fairly decent for the yep. price that I got them for. But if you look at uh, one of the lads, mm -hmm. he's, he's running a Halo, and I think it's like a ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollar scope. But the quality is just—it's mm -hmm. night and day. Yeah. It, it's just—it's it, phenomenal. Uh, but there is price ranges from low to high to super high <laughs> uh, to multi-millionaire price ranges. So that's the good thing about it. If you do want to get into it, there is different different levels and ranges. But yeah, I was very lucky to hook up with these guys and these, they've been fantastic mentors, mm. coaching and teaching. And whenever they can tell me little bits and tips and advice, they're giving it. Mm -hmm. And what I really like about that is it's sort of why we started what we're doing here, you yep. know, pass on knowledge to those Mm -hmm. that haven't grew up in this situation mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. i've had you and i got very lucky meeting you and a couple of the other guys as well mm -hmm. who were always constantly teaching support and showing and and that's what we want and that's mm -hmm. sort of what the thin blue line i think one of what you know one of our main goals is to teach and education actually is one of our goals so to educate those that may may not know so I got in, into it with them too and done some research here in the off-season, picked up a couple of thermals. So tonight we're going to be running the Hick Micro, and I think they're out of the Netherlands, actually. Okay. Hick Micro, uh, and for those that are listening, if you're wondering why I've got them over there, is because I actually bought them over there. You can't actually ship them because of the, the grades of them. So they're really, really good quality, and they've got mm -hmm. some... Uh, technology that is not yet available over here so for those that are questioning I, I bought them while I was while I was over in England mm -hmm. so we're going to be running Hick Micros TQ50s 50 mils 2.0 pros mm -hmm. full audio uh, got a lot of cool features one shot um, one shot zero which mm -hmm. we've just done outside mm -hmm. they've got yeah as I say full audio uh, eight times zoom mm -hmm. uh, what else is there Oh, uh, one of the coolest features is, and, and you'll see this, is when you pull the trigger, it's called a re recoil record. So when you pull the trigger, it's going to record seven seconds before the trigger was pulled and seven seconds after. So if you pull the trigger, you're getting a 14-second clip, which yep. I really like. Yep. You can extend that. I found out. I went down to Southern Illinois. Video will be out probably by the time you hear this. But yeah. I found out like when you're taking three, four, five shots to the dog, you know the video will will continue to yep. go. So that's another cool feature. Mm -hmm. So we'll be running the Hick Micros 2.0 TQ50s tonight. Uh, two of them, one on a 300 blackout, and one of them on a 223. Mm -hmm. Did get some nicer ammo mm -hmm. for varmints. We're going to be on Hornady's for the 223. And we're going to be on, I forgot the name of the other one, an American something for the 300 blackouts. Probably Ruger. Is it a Ruger? It's not Ruger, no. no, it's American something. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll get that for you. But yep. So we'll be running them two guns tonight. Uh, and then on the stands, we're going to have two bog death grips. So mm -hmm. one of them's... Both of them are the carbon fiber. The top end, Bog mm -hmm. offers the usual, like any company usually offers different standards. And these two are the top end, the uh, Bog Death Grip. As I say, if you're going to buy something that you want it to last, you might as well get the best one. So I got two carbon fiber Death Grips, and on one of them, I did upgrade the ball head. Mm -hmm. yep. So I did a lot of research. The company I went for, for those that are interested in, is uh, if, you, if you just Google search, Zero Fox Given. So... It's a play on words, but mm -hmm. Zero Fox given FOX 
uh, and I got a ball head off them and I went with their top end ball heads as well and I think the top end one cost cost around 160 170 and I think that one's rated to 65 pounds I'm never gonna put anything that's 65 pounds on it but if i'm going to get something i might as well get it so it's going to last and you know it's going to be good stuff so we'll be running that tonight and it's going to be on an arca swiss mount Mm -hmm. on on my gun and then the 300 blackout will be using the standard bog death grip clamp Uh, so that's what we're running tonight Mm -hmm. Uh, me call uh, lower end call I actually got this call I won this call in a raffle so I got this one for just the cost of a raffle ticket so it is a low end Fox Pro mm-hmm. here and as I say as every company you can buy different different models different standards this is more towards the lower end yeah. at some point next year I'm probably going to upgrade the big one. To, to a big one mm-hmm. um, Bass Pro I've had some good deals lately but I'm just not ready to commit mm-hmm. or next, Fox Pro Fox Pro or as Fox well Fox Pro yeah. reach out to us we will do <laughs> Fox Pro reach out. I am actually in the market yeah. uh, for a new uh, Predator call, uh, and I'm probably going to have to wait off till next year, yeah, raise some well. funds and all that. But I am using the Fox Pro right now, and I have been since I got into this game. Uh, it's a single speaker. Mm-hmm. It's done the job for me. Uh, I've killed Yotis off it. It does an excellent job. I mean, the sounds are great. All Fox Pro products are great. Mm-hmm. Called a dog in on me. First ever use of this. Mm-hmm. First ever use of it. And I got that on film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of years back now, the dog just came right in, smoked it at like 100 yards with a 223. Mm-hmm. So next year, I will upgrade it. Uh, the guys have been talking about a double speaker. I think the one that I think the one that causes running is like seven eight hundred dollars, but he's downloaded wow. yeah. a thousand song, uh, yeah. a thousand, and they're five six dollars each. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, dude, how are you getting this? But it is as a double speaker, and the way, I mean, it's so clever. The way he's programmed it mm-hmm. is, you can have a dying jack going mm-hmm. while you've got a pack of Yotis shipping at the same time. Yep. So it makes sense. Right now, the one yep. I'm running, you can you can only use one at mm-hmm. a time. Yep. But some information today that we got, it is mating season, mm-hmm. coyote mating season. So mm-hmm. we're going to be trying to uh, connect with the penis of the Yoti today. So we're going to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> connecting with coyote penis tonight. Yep. A lot of female calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been advised duo calls, mm-hmm. male and female. Mm-hmm. Uh, so female calls, sorry, and then uh, worst comes to worst, we'll do some pup distress calls, which is usually which is usually a good one yep. uh, to do anyway, and then spend maybe by. 15, 20 minutes at each set, and then mm-hmm. and then move on. We'll just keep plugging away at it tonight. So. Yep. I'm excited, can't wait. I think it might be the first time I've hunted with Kyle. Yeah, I don't think you got I think ever... it's the, I, and I was thinking of this on the way yeah. down. I was thinking mm-hmm. this might be my first hunt with Kyle. I think it is. So I was dead excited about that yeah. as well. That, that I get to mm-hmm. hunt tonight with Kyle. Yep. We're running a three man team tonight. Mm-hmm. We've got one on the camera, two on the guns, and then we can all switch out. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll do the calling, mm-hmm. uh, get them going. And then we'll try and get some interviews. One thing I have been lacking is the interviews mm-hmm. because I've been using GoPros. Yeah, so. it'll be a lot better with uh, my big camera. So, yeah. and we'll put it. We'll bring that tripod there and everything. So we'll be uh, we'll be good to go. Um, I know it'd be interesting to see how we do tonight with uh, weather conditions. Yeah. So as we go out, um, let's see here. It's supposed to be tonight when we're hunting. It's supposed to be in the thirties. 
mid thirties. Um, and then let's see, we got a little rain coming after midnight, so we'll see how that that works. Um, and go go from there. So I know right now it's a little foggy, not yep. not terrible. Um, hopefully it stays that way. Um, but yeah, we're excited. We're gonna be we're gonna be hunting uh, mainly Fulton County and a little bit of Tazewell County for people, and I don't mind spot dropping for it's yodis. Everybody wants to kill yodis. Yep. Um, so that's the two counties here in Illinois we're gonna mainly mm-hmm. be hunting. Um, you mentioned? Did you mention that you got some permissions off uh, yeah, some farmers? Yep, yeah, yep. So we got a uh, got a farmer. I don't, I'm not going to name drop him here, but he, we got a farmer friend that uh, I lease property off of. Um, of course, he said have at it on the lease, kill as many yodies. But then, uh, but then he must have been thinking about it because like a few minutes go by and he texts me. Actually, he goes, I live on sixty acres. Kill them all. <laughs> so, um, no so he sent me his uh, address. So we no go. Way. Yeah. So we picked up another property. We can go to Tazewell. Perfect. So we got um, we got about five properties to hunt, wow. and, and some of these properties we might want to do two stands on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be that'll be good. Very um, good. So be some time in the truck driving, but other than mm-hmm. that, it'll be fun. I know Kyle's gonna be, I think, with us for about half of them. So awesome. um, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I've never done it. I know I've had a couple people tell me, no, don't go because then you're gonna want to buy a thermal. Yes. <laughs> Dude, whoever said that to you is absolutely right because uh-huh. I had no clues about thermals, and then when I see this, I'm like, I want one. And I'm going to do everything I can to get one. Mm-hmm. Then I said, well, how much was your thermal? And I think he said, I think at the time he paid like 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. I said, 10 and a half what? Mm-hmm. He said, thousands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 10 and a half thousand rands, African rands, or in- Indian rupees, mm-hmm. or he goes, no, dollars. I said, you paid 10 and a half grand for the scope? He said, yeah. I said, oh my God. Well, I knew at that point I'd never never be able to get one of them mm-hmm. the wife would absolutely strangle me mm-hmm. and i'd be living outside i think uh but as i say if you're looking on getting into it there's many different levels of thermal scopes and the technology is <laughs> just getting better and better mm-hmm. so don't let it put you off you do get what you pay for as you know buy once cry once is a motto that i live and die by if you're going to buy something you might as well get the best mm-hmm. uh, but don't let it put you off do, mm-hmm. do some research because there is price ranges for everyone. I've even seen thermals for like six, seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I've never used them, yeah. but they're out there. So mm-hmm. if you do use them or you listen to this podcast and you do buy a thermal, doesn't matter what price range. Get in touch with us. Let us let us know because I wouldn't mind a couple of others. I want a spotter. Yep. I want a thermal spotter as well. Make mm-hmm. it a little bit easier to save scanning mm-hmm. all night. You know, with the gun, just want a little handheld thermal. Yep spotter so i have seen one which will probably come next year which will be a third one uh i've seen another one it's a it's a hick micro again out of the netherlands they've just released a new one i think it's the panther i could be wrong on that one but it's the panther the tq50 it's a 50 mil but it's got an lrf it's got a built-in laser range finder and that same model as of november 2023 was upgraded to include a ballistics calculator so top end top top end stuff and all that like but Mm -hmm. that'll probably come maybe for next season Mm -hmm. so one of these scopes that we're using tonight will probably use as Mm -hmm. a as a handheld spotter and then i'll have the other two on the gun we, we need a range finder that's the only yeah. difficult of a night it's like yeah. how far yeah just kind of kind of guessing good play good thing tonight is 
all these spots, either myself or Kyle's hunted. So yeah. we kind of have a guess anyway, yeah. you know. Um, and then you've been keeping all the pelts. Um, yeah, I've, so. got a, I've got one coyote pelt. We, we, mm-hmm. we killed five dogs uh, three weeks ago down mm-hmm. south in southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh I've got I got one pelt out of it, and I'll be honest because it, I, I want everyone to know it's okay to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I brought two dogs home with me, but I've only got one pelt. The mm-hmm. other one I just threw away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done so many mess ups with it. The first dog that I, that I skinned out was perfect, not one single hole, yeah. not one single hole. Mm-hmm. The second one, I, I I was rushing it. I was tired. I think I, I think I was up twenty six hours or twenty seven hours. Mm-hmm. I'd literally just got home. Five hour drive back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the in the negative. It was freezing. I had to get me big buddy heater in the garage. Mm-hmm. So skim one. Me me hands were like ice. Yeah, I was twenty six hours awake. Just done a five hour drive. Ten hours in the space of what eighteen hours or something. Yep. Tired, cold. By the time I got the second dog up there, it was like I was trying to rush it. Mm-hmm. I was freezing cold. My hands were freezing. So Skim One's done a really good job with that one. Rolls him up and put him in the freezer. So I work on that in the spring. I have got four raccoon pelts that are that are done, mm-hmm. all done, mm-hmm. best ones I've ever done. The these ones actually, you know, that you can move yep. them about. They feel like leather. Yep. So I'm really happy with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and as I say, if we get any tonight, I'd love to take one too. Miss any ones I get, you can. What's I guess? What's your plan? What's your plan for them? So I want to collect a lot of fur over mm-hmm. the winter. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to start to master the techniques now. You know, mm-hmm. this is something I think I said on a podcast maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I want to get into the tannin aspect of it. I want to use as much as the animal as I possibly can. Yep. Um, I want to make hats. I want to make gloves. The first thing that I'd love to do, and I think I'm going to do it with the the coon pelts that I've got, is make uh, some nice mittens. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to start off making two pairs of mittens, one for me and our ash. Mm-hmm for the quad you know because when it gets cold on there yeah. you know just having a nice pair of mittens that flop up over the, i've got it all in my head i just yeah. need to really pin it down yep. mm-hmm. uh, i done me little nephew a hat last year uh, it was it was super hard yep. you know the, the the skin was super hard yep. but it didn't have a good flesh and balls and it didn't have a good flesh knife this year it was different and that makes the world a difference get yourself oh, yeah. a good flesh and beam and a good flesh knife and, and honest to god it's so much easier uh, mittens and I'd love to get into hats but right now I just love and enjoy walking down into the basement mm-hmm. and I've got them all on a piece of string hanging from one of my beams in the basement next to me safe right now and I just every time I'm in the basement mm-hmm. I always go over mm-hmm. and, and feel it and just like mm-hmm. oh wow this is so cool yep. I just really en- enjoy looking at them right now mm-hmm. but I've got to wait now till spring for the coyote you know because it takes a lot of washing a lot of fresh water a lot of salt water wash them again this that mm-hmm. the other so right now all the pipes are frozen so it's not really no point in starting it now so come spring once I get my hose pipe back I'll I'll flesh it salt them and then go through the whole process Mm -hmm. with that one so that's my plan yep I know I'm uh, I'm excited to do uh, some uh, coyote hunting tonight do we have uh, anything else we can talk about coyote hunting before we move on no just some advice that I got today Mm -hmm. that I'll share with you as I say it's mating season right now so uh, you know, you are you are wanting to hone in on the males, looking for females and that whole mating mating thing. So we, we will do the pair pair mm-hmm. calling tonight. 
We'll do some female calling tonight. The pup distress call, mm-hmm. as always, being good on it on every hunt that I've done so far. Um, and that's that's mainly what we'll target 15 20 minutes a set mm-hmm. and then move on yep. do a lot of driving you did bring up a good point it's going to test the scopes tonight mm-hmm. every time i've used them so far we've had clear nights mm-hmm. uh the last time i went was with wisconsin with jesse I had a fantastic time up there we we, we were we were into a pack of dogs mm-hmm. now uh i don't want to do well i want to identify people but jesse put us in contact with one of his peers, let's say, at, yep. at the place where he works and his peer had some land and he mm-hmm. said he's got a dog problem. We went out there and drove up to Wisconsin. It was only an hour away, so it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And we got into a big pack mm-hmm. and you, you'll have to speak to Jesse about it. We just couldn't get them to breach. Yeah, You know, I'd stop the call and then I'd do a pup to stress mm-hmm. and then the whole pack would start. Rah, 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 rah. Yep. So we were scanning this field just that we just needed them to breach, but they never did. Mm-hmm. So just things like that that I need to learn, like would I mix it up, would I use this, yep. would I use that? And then we'll do a little two-minute rabbit to stress in between. Mm-hmm. as a part of that whole 15 minute dance tonight yep. which is I've been advised by the lads down south so appreciate it so I'm passing that on to everyone who's listening yep and as we record this because this will come out uh, like first week in February so as we record this uh, this is January 23rd mm-hmm. so if you're um, just so for people know if you're listening to this yep. fresh and trying to figure out when we're doing these types yeah. of calls yeah. and stuff so um, yeah excited tonight I know um, I have killed uh, one coyote yeah um, already nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'll talk I'll talk about that here. I don't think I've said it on the podcast. Um it was on my Instagram stories and stuff there for a while. So um obviously I live on my farm here and uh I have chickens and goats and uh sure enough um I actually my wife had just left the house to go um take my daughter to school and took both kids. Um I was getting I got off I got home from working third shift, got in the shower, get out I am wearing uh, pajama pants um, and, shir- and shirtless. Yeah. Even better. And, uh, Rambo. Uh, and I look outside and I see uh, my cat. My cat is like freaking out. And I don't know why. And she comes just hauling in. Like, I don't know why. Like, it's unlike my Did cat. It, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I look. I'm looking out the door and I see something on the edge of my yard, like 10 yards in the field, which is about 60 yards from my front door. Um and uh, sure enough, I had a coyote um, just sitting there watching my goats and chickens just beeline. Oh, my God. Um, Is that the same place where I seen your cat and Drew yeah, that time? Yeah, that yeah. exact yep. same uh, spot. Yep. So, anyway, uh, grabbed an old rifle, and uh, he didn't make it out of the field. He uh, dropped dropped him in his spot. So um, Congratulations. Don't, don't mess with my animals. That's we, what I got to say. We love to hear it. Yep. So. But we, you know, we talked we talked about this last year as well. I think one of the goals last year was to do a little bit better job of land management. You know, the more we get into this whole thing, you know, the more you you realize, you know, mm-hmm. you can just go out and mm-hmm. you know you can show up in public and you can kill deer. People do it every year, mm-hmm. but we sort of want to get really good at killing deer, not just any deer. We want to start you know dropping big deer that we yep. want to make a name for ourselves. And part of that plan, I think I mentioned it last year was. I did one. I did one yoti hunt last year. Mm-hmm. I took one shot at it. Uh, I didn't find any blood, but I think I told you when I went spring turkey hunting, mm-hmm. the path that the dog ran. Mm-hmm. I found I found a, a dog skeleton. No, oh, you know, maybe. I found the full skeleton. It was half half there yeah. where it, it, it so, rotted. So I texted the picture out. I think Jesse got it. Ash got it. I said I'm not claiming it by yeah. any means, but. Mm-hmm. 
possibly. This is, yeah. this is where that dog ran, yeah. you know. So yeah, hopefully you did. I mean, yeah. honestly, like when it comes to coyotes, man, there's just we got we got so many of them yeah. and stuff. And then obviously, you know, Kyle, or, or Ryan and I, we've been trying to put uh, hurting on raccoons. Yeah. I mean, raccoons are ridiculous how many there are. Mm-hmm. I mean, since buying this farm in 2020, um, you know, I'm I'm killing at least at least 15 raccoons a year. Um, so and so I'm you know I'm. I'm pro- I'm over fifty since I've been wow. been living here, um, and probably need to do a better job to be honest with you. There's some yeah. and stuff, so um, and they, they go after my damn chickens and it chickens pisses me off so much. Wild turkey eggs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. so we've talked about that as well, haven't we? About the raccoons and all that. It's always mm-hmm. good to keep a check on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year I had my best year as well for raccoon mm-hmm. hunting. Uh, and, and and just want to say, I was speaking to my brother about this on the way down. I FaceTimed him on the mm-hmm. way down. And, you know, I don't know statistics, but I want to thank everyone for watching. Mm-hmm. That fl- what vlog was it? Can you remember the number? No, I can look while you're talking. Uh, a vlog came out not not too long ago and it was uh, me and me and my brother went out, we'd done some trapping, it was my first time, my first season trapping, uh, I had my trapper's license, bought some new traps and we put some traps out on the farm and we ran the trap line. Every, uh, vlog 16. Vlog 16. So I just want to say thank you for everyone that watched Vlog 16 because the numbers were good. Yes, that might have been our best vlog of the season. I'm looking to check. We had some close contenders. And I said that to our Ash but on, on I, the way down. I, I said, think, I'm, I'm not sure, but... I think that was the number one. It mm-hmm. looked like it had more views mm-hmm. than the most. So I thank everyone for watching yep. that. I really do. It was my mm-hmm. first season trap and I got to do it with our Ash. We mm-hmm. bought some traps and we had, we had a great time and, you know, hopefully you learned something. You know, we wanted to show you how to dispatch a raccoon ethically and quickly and stuff like that. You got to see some skinning in it as well and it got really good numbers. Now, when I say good numbers, it, you know, it didn't blow up. It wasn't yeah. in the thousands, but I think 350 or something. It was good for us. Yeah, it was good, it was for, good us. for us. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it and I want to... Mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone that, that actually watched that video. It meant a lot to me. I know it mm-hmm. meant a lot to Arash. And you know what the coolest thing was? Mm-hmm. I sent Arash the link and my mum mm-hmm. and dad and all that. And mm-hmm. then I said, watch it on the telly. So he, yeah. Arash put it on his on his big screen and me mm-hmm. little two-year-old mm-hmm. nephew who, who made the raccoon skin art and, mm-hmm. and he hasn't stopped talking about it. Why? Why? Why mm-hmm. is it on the telly? Why mm-hmm. is it on the telly? Mm-hmm. And all that. And then he watched uh, the deer yep. as well. Yep. And the funniest thing was, my mum told me this, uh, he's only two, so he's just putting his words together. Yep. He goes down to my mum's and says, Nanny, Nanny, why ain't killed the deer? Why ain't <laughs> killed the deer? Like this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? But he was calling it a reindeer. It was, it was around <laughs> yeah. Christmas yeah. time. Ryan killed the reindeer. Ryan killed the reindeer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it's boss. Every time I speak to him, when him and our Ash are together, like uh, mm-hmm. our Ash says, what was you saying before, Bobby? What do you want to do? He says, I want to kill a pig. I want to kill a pig. <laughs> yep. So our Ash said he's probably four. I four might be a little bit young, but we got the place to take him. I said we've, we've got the place to take him. He wants mm-hmm. to put our Bob on a pig, and obviously we've got the death grip and all that. Oh, like yeah. if he goes, he's got to pull the trigger. Put him in one of those ground blinds. Put you him know? in a ground blind. Yeah. So you know, even if he's just there, but mm-hmm. four might be a bit young, but five, yeah, probably the right time. So mm-hmm. maybe in three years. But mm-hmm. he, all he says now is, "I want to kill a pig." Mm-hmm. Want to kill a pig? Mm-hmm. Oh my yep, Jesus, we, we him going that. into school oh, yeah. over there. Really good. People <laughs> are like, what? You want to kill a pig? Can uh-huh. <laughs> someone get this kid help? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, and we're, awesome. we're we're excited. That's you know getting our families into it. My my daughter likes to watch it on the That's television awesome. all the time and stuff. So um, she wants to 
um, she wants to do some of these hunts with me, so in the future, yeah. So, well, she's a big hit, she's a TikTok sensation. I think is. one of your biggest, she's, uh, one of the biggest ones, one yep. of the biggest views yep. was her hunts when she, she went uh, out, and she went hunting with me quite a bit this year, yeah. Um, and uh, and what's you four, enjoyed it four or five times, she's four, uh, yeah, she went uh, like five times, yeah, five, five times, times. brilliant, yeah. absolutely so, brilliant. Yep, uh, she learned napping in the stands good. Um, oh, she yeah. fell asleep probably half of the hunts I took her on, so I'd just wake <laughs> hey, up. Okay. You can't beat today a hunt and nap, though. Yep, Especially yep. turkey season. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though, my, my, when I'd done that double on the Tom, two Toms mm-hmm. with one shot in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. bro, I, I swear to God, I was asleep. Yeah. I must. I was asleep maybe 40 minutes before that, and I don't know what woke me up, because these mm-hmm. were about 140 yards away. Yep. But something woke me up. Yep. And as I woke up, I'm lying on the floor, just mm-hmm. like, wait there, looking around, do a quick scan. Next thing, I just see two. Mm-hmm. And my decoys were out there, like, so I just done a little few calls. Next yep. thing, both of them came in, but you yep. c- cannot beat a mm-hmm. floor nap while hunting. Oh, yeah, I'm guilty of a few of those. So, uh, can't beat that. I don't think I fell asleep in a deer sand this year, though. No. I think that was a first in a while. But yeah, uh, I did, didn't fall asleep. In fact, mm-hmm. you know what? I think I did a blind hunt. Mm-hmm. I think I did one blind hunt and mm-hmm. I was just ex- I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I just I set me alarm for one hour mm-hmm. and I got on the floor mm-hmm. and I had a one hour sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I just think it's so cool. I just mm-hmm. it's really cool. I know Jesse's lads enjoy watching on the telly. Like you know, I've got a two two and a half mm-hmm. year old nephew back home in England that that's loving it yep. and can pick up and recognize this daddy, this daddy, daddy on the telly. Yep. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. And that's the younger generation, isn't it? Yep. And if, you know when we do do this debate, mm-hmm. this crossbow versus <laughs> yep. a compound bow debate. Yep. I've done a lot of research, and it's it's a dying game. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. hunting's a dying game. Yep. Nope, it hundred percent is. Um, so yeah, we're gonna, we have that. Originally, we planned on doing a crossbow versus bow debate, um, but uh, the other guys weren't able to work it out. So we'll probably have to do that through our. Uh, <laughs> We'll probably have to do that through our streaming service um, and do that sometime through there so everybody can just get on their laptop and stuff. It's, but uh, that should be fun. Um, looking, looking forward to that. Yeah. And then another, and I don't know if you've done any research on this, another topic I want to talk about that's kind of uh, controversy right now in the hunting world is um, some. there's a lot of infighting right now in the hunting world. I don't know if you've uh, heard anybody hear any about this, but of like against uh, um, some of the big names like uh, – popular people about how they're they should be quiet and not talk about all the the hunting they're doing and it's not it's not realistic because they're paying big money to go to some of these places if you heard from uh not steve ranella but matt ranella no i haven't i haven't heard that topic but i did pick up on something sometime last year Mm -hmm. i know a few of the big names got targeted last year Mm -hmm. because they're putting out stuff Mm -hmm. and it's you know, it's not realistic. And some of them got calls out on it. Yeah. Um, I think, so, I don't want to, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not mentioning no names, but mm-hmm. like taking deer with, just say, just a rifle when it's bow season, oh, yeah, but then yeah. they're setting it I up th- yep. to look like it's bow season. Mm-hmm. And they're doing, saying that they're hunting public when really mm-hmm. they're hunting high fence and yep. they're putting content out. And as I've got nothing wrong with, with, with fence hunting, if, <laughs> if that's what you want to do. You know, yeah, it's just be meat on the it. table. Yeah, you know, just be honest about it. 
but you can't go in a high fence situation and put it out there, you know. Yeah. I can't go hunt an elk property that's close by <laughs> and say, yeah, I'm out here in, yeah. in, in Wyoming looking yeah. for big elk. You know, you, yeah. you're not going to do that, you know. Be honest, and we're honest about everything yeah. we do. Even even mistakes that we make, we're honest mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard a lot about that last mm-hmm. year, and a, and a couple of big people got calls out, and there was mm-hmm. big big debates online yep. and they mm-hmm. got calls out for it so i haven't heard much since but yeah i've got a feeling people are up to it you know yeah yeah and what i'm talking about is uh matt ranella um and his hunt quietly um brand he was on the hunter podcast um if anybody wants to check that out i i'll, I'll be honest i disagree with with him um so uh, i'll have to listen to that yeah i disagree with him he uh I, I get what he's saying, the how, and because what did know, he say? Like what? What's he saying? So he's saying essentially we're we're popularizing hunting so much, and um, and we're talking about like you know the main thing, the main gist I got was, you know, the these hunting public spots, and I'm not, and you know, he kind of called out the hunting public, which I think the hunting public do a great job, great job. Um, I have nothing bad to say about those guys, but how they're saying how you know it used to be this guy would have this local public spot. And he'd go there, and there'd be maybe two or three other hunters there, and he'd been hunting it for years. Well, now it's becoming the cool thing to do to hunt public land, whether that's in the elk woods or in whitetail woods. And now you go to that same spot, and there's 20 trucks there. Um, and worry, and because of these social media stars or whatever in the hunting world, they're making it popular to hunt the hunting public, which is we're bringing too many people into our spots now. Well, he's kind of like, yeah, hunt, but hunt quietly. Don't you don't need to post stuff. You don't need to do this stuff. And I, I just disagree with it. Um, and uh, I, I disagree with him. And then he, you know, he get he gets on Cameron Haynes and like Joe Rogan and stuff. And listen, whatever negative thing you may think Cameron Haynes is doing or Joe Rogan, um, I, they've done more good for the sport than anything. I mean, Joe Rogan. Um, I've been a fan of Joe Rogan even before he got into hunting, but he's. He's he's brought so many eyeballs to hunting in the outdoor world than more than anybody else did because you know you look at somebody like a uh, just look at Lee Lukowski from the Crush, you know for, if you're involved in the hunting world Lee's a legend. I mean he kills big deer every year. Yeah. What he's done to his farm. You now I started watching Lee and Tiffany when they were getting close with Lee and Tiffany before they were the Crush, and they're big names when it comes to our world. But if you're not a hunter, you don't know who the hell they are. Most people know who Joe Rogan is, yeah. whether that's from the Fear Factor yeah. days, UFC days, whatever. You know, most people know where he's from. So this, this yeah. hating on each other. Why are we hating on each yeah, other? Yeah, you know I, I, I mean? haven't listened to it, so I need to listen mm-hmm. to it. But just from what you said, two things popped out of me, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not going to go into because I, I haven't listened to it. And B, most of the, the facts that I've got right now are for my uh, <laughs> for, for the crossbow yeah. uh, debate yeah. on it. But a hunting's a, hunting's a dying game, mm-hmm. and not only that. Hunting's for everyone, mate. Mm-hmm. Hunting's for everyone. Public mm-hmm. land is there. It's got it in the name. It's public. Well, everyone can use. In it. my opinion, you have a you have a really good idea to speak on public land more than like even so, even for me because yeah. where you came from was was all public. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about from uh, oh England. Yeah, you yeah. Didn't have that? No. Nope. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now we we've got national parks and mm-hmm. and districts and uh, and public spaces, but the, the, there's no hunting there. Yeah. Like looking over here, mate. It's public hunting, and for those that do public hunt, you know how much of a, a headache it is. Mm-hmm. But it's called public hunting, so it's mm-hmm. open for everyone, and everyone over here has got that right to hunt. If you yep. if they want to hunt, they want to hunt. All I'd like to put out there is if you are going to hunt public, do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be walking around and disturbing other people's hunt. Do it properly. But, I mean, that's what you're going to get. 
So to say, you know, you, you, you're advertising it and all that, you're spoiling other people, no. Mm-hmm. Another one, and I won't go into it too much because I'll save this for our debate, but <coughs> deer, need, deer populations need to be controlled every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. You know, they do. Mm-hmm. And and the impact, and we'll talk about this in, that, in another podcast, but the impact of overpopulated deer mm-hmm. is going to have a more negative effect on the hunting game than anything. Yep. So, but I'll bring that into into yeah. when we when we talk about our debate. Yeah. But it, it that doesn't sound right to me. We we want people in it, and mm-hmm. you know, teach people. And if you've got someone that you can mentor, teach them so that they are going into these spaces and doing it respectfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred so. percent. And I mean, yeah, there's no. We don't need to be doing a bunch of infighting and stuff. That's just this is dumb. But uh, we'll move on. Um, I know we, I don't know, we'll probably won't go too much longer, but I know, talk about again, just some of our future plans because, you know, Ryan's involved with some of these. Um, you know, we have kind of the bring out our year, what we plan on doing um, for the rest of the year. You know, the next thing we have, big thing, is some of us are going uh, hog hunting. Um, that'll be fun, our yearly hog hunt. Um, that'll be fun. There'll be videos coming from that. Um, taking some new guys who have never killed a hog before, so it'll really be good to see how Brilliant. they do there. Um, uh, then the next thing we have after that is Iowa Deer Classic. Um, so make sure you come on down to that, everyone. Um, myself and some of the crew will be down there. It's first time this year, isn't it? Yep, first Iowa. time in Iowa. First time in Iowa. Very excited. I've been there just as a uh, a fan, you know, went to it a few times, and mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Big, big names are there, um, and a lot of booze. Uh, good place to spend money oh, yeah. um, so uh come money on money pits yep come on down we'll have uh, a couple uh one sp- one sponsor will be there um uh, mr rub will be there um so check those guys out with um yeah mr rub will be there um with um yeah go there and then uh and then the next week um second weekend of march will be the peoria illinois deer classic in peoria illinois um ryan will be there planning on being there for Can't that wait yep um and we will have, uh, I believe, two sponsors there. Mr. Rub will be there again um, with Backwood Products. And then uh, um, Dominic Strands will be there as well. Yeah. Um, so Both great companies. All great. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing but good things to say. Got my bow, as you've probably seen. We've done a little short. Uh, went down there. Got to see the whole behind the scenes there with the Dominant Bow Strands. Uh, got my crossbow done uh, by them. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Great. Fantastic. Yep. Gorgeous camo camo strings mm-hmm. and mr rubber told you about mm-hmm. i made another chili a couple of nights ago mm-hmm. so i think i'm down to two chilies left and i've ran out of a couple of seasons so i'll mm-hmm. definitely be dropping some dimes over at mr rub again because yep. it is and it's that, good stuff man and we're booth, in illinois we're booth 915 i don't remember what we're in iowa but we're booth uh, 915 in illinois and mr rub will be right across from us Brilliant. from there so dangerous yeah, dangerous. Yep. Um, so definitely uh, check them out, guys, um, and check out Dominant Strands. Um, I just talked to Lewis the other day. I know he's excited. I know we got so we got um, a crossbow strung by him. A couple compounds have been strung by him, um, and then like my recurve has been strung by him. So we've had kind of all bows um, yep. strung by him, and so far everyone no else are happy and stuff. Yep. Yep. No issues. So definitely uh, check that out. Um, and then uh, after that, um, we'll go into uh, turkey season. I know uh, myself, Ryan, and a couple others will be mm-hmm. hitting turkey woods uh, pretty heavy. Um, Still waiting to wait. When will we hear back about the second turkey lottery for Illinois? Uh, it's coming up soon, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we'll probably hear soon. Maybe by the time yeah. this podcast is even I'm out, trying so. to get at least one or two ice fishing mm-hmm. things yep, in as yep. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that checked in two days ago, and the lakes in Wisconsin – as of this week, are now ATV friendly. 
Oh, okay. So you, uh, you, so, go, you can go back where you did. Yeah, and I know Je- Jesse was interested as well. I'm just going to mm-hmm. have to speak uh, with the legend Butch because mm-hmm. I know he's got a he's he's buying a new two man uh, mm-hmm. ice fishing, and he's saying it's, it's, I know the two man are fairly small, and with the quads as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether we'll be able to do a three man yeah. or if I go out with Butch and then Jesse connects with Butch yeah, I guess and then do a double so yeah. we might have a little Two. bit more ice yeah. fishing footage this year yeah. but the, the fish is phenomenal mm-hmm. some fish tacos with, with fresh mm-hmm. fish like that oh making them. Yep. and we do a cooking with the blues oh segment vlog with that and I mean that would that'd be good um, I know uh, I was hoping to do some ice fishing here yeah I just haven't haven't got it and we've had some now it's getting in the 40s so it'll be iffy um, now but it was really cold there for a while I just didn't have time to go um but I know we're going to be hitting, shooting the recurve here soon um, because I'm hoping uh, I'll be using that recurve when I go bear, bear hunting. Amazing. Again. Yeah, bear hunting again in the wow. spring. Super excited for that. Um, so uh, if you guys enjoyed the bear video last year, we'll be back. I'm ex- really excited for that. Um, and then we'll have our summer. Um, we plan on trying to do a vlog a week of some kind, yeah. um, you know, whether it's bow shoots, fishing, whatever. Um, but keep keep some content going. Prep work. Yep. I, I plan on uh, spring trout. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of fishing over the summer. A uh, couple on the boat, a lot on the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, trout fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to tell you about there? Oh, I've got a lot of ideas for prep for the mm-hmm. for the ten acre property that we're hunting. Going to introduce a couple new stands and a few new spots. Mm-hmm. Hopefully next year get some bigger books down. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We know where they are, where they come from, where they go. So I'm going to start targeting them areas mm-hmm. now on that. So we'll get some prep, prep uh, vlogs as well throughout the summer. Yep. Uh, some new equipment, some new tree stands. We'll yep. do some reviews on them. Mm-hmm. Try and get as much fishing content as we can. Some ice fishing in the winter up in Wisconsin and then turkey season in the spring. Always look forward yep. to a good turkey yep. season. And then uh, obviously in the fall, we'll uh, go back to our deer hunting. Um, but then uh, hopefully we have a little surprise vlog for you guys in, during deer season. Uh, we're hoping you get a meal deer tag. So March 1st, mm-hmm. uh, this will be the second year now. This will be our mm-hmm. second attempt. March 1st, we'll be applying for a uh, Montana mule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wasn't lucky last year mm-hmm. we didn't get it but when you apply for montana you do get like a bonus yeah, uh, a preference, preference point preference sorry point. Yep. you get a preference point but you can also buy a bonus point mm-hmm. so what we've done is like you know me and our say so for christmas we'll give each other a hundred dollars dollars sorry but that'll go straight in the envelope and then our ashes birthdays january my mm-hmm. birthdays march so we give mm-hmm. each other a hundred dollars for that mm-hmm. so that goes in the envelope so they are extra four hundred dollars we've got we've already got the money yeah. for the tags yeah. So now it's like, it's do we want to buy a bonus point as well? Yeah. And there's a three-man team, so mm-hmm. we've got three preference points because we apply as a group, mm-hmm. plus our other three from this year, so that'll give us six. Mm-hmm. And now we, I think it's a hundred dollars or something, ninety dollars for a bonus. And if we want to pay a hundred dollars each, then we'll have nine. Mm-hmm. So we don't know, but anyway, March first we'll be applying, and that's yep. that. That's a hunt that we really want. Yep. We really want a big mule. We want some big horns down mm-hmm. on the floor. But you also get an upland bird tag, <coughs> so you can kill upland birds, some grouse. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know Butch is very successful every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes back with grouse, rabbits, uh, and then if we do draw the tag, I am going to look. I need to look into uh, 
predator hunting out yep. there as well. I just want to have a look at the regulations for yep. night hunting. Yeah, every place is a little different. Every place is a little different, and it is mm. deer season as mm. well. So, you know, I don't know whether it'll change. Yep. So I'll check into that as well, because otherwise it'll be 24 hours. We'll be hitting the rabbits, the grouse, the birds, the the yep. mule deer. You can buy over-the-counter whitetail tags mm -hmm. as well, and I'll still be bow hunting. Mm -hmm. I'll, if we do get it, I'll be doing me bow hunting mm -hmm. the usual. But instead of our ash flying out to hunt Illinois, well, to come hunt with me in Illinois, mm -hmm. we'll both be yeah. hunting out yeah. west. Understand, understand. Um, that, that should be fun. Um, I'm hoping you guys get that. For, um, I know it'll cut into the white to hunting some, but that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, you guys have a good time. Doing it, that. It, the way I've looked at the calendar, though, it, mm -hmm. the rut's about the same. Mm -hmm. So I've blocked off time off in work. Yeah, so so I think it's like what? ten days, but plus two days off before, two days off after. So the way I've planned it is, we do the eighteen-hour trip back on mm -hmm. the Thursday. Mm -hmm. So then we get to the farm Thursday, mm -hmm. Friday Illinois shotgun, Friday oh, and Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if, we can, in, so. if we can do it, we'll do it. Yeah. If we draw the tag. Who knows? Maybe you kill mule deer out quickly. Believe really. You never know. That's what our Ash said. Yeah, so. If we get, because we're not going for nothing. We're not. We're not going to be picky. Yeah. We've never had mule deer. Mm -hmm. Mule deer is nice. Mm -hmm. It's good to eat, and you're going to get a good rack. If, if it's a mm -hmm. good rack. We're yeah. taking it. Yeah, I've uh, I've ate it before. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, Butch gave me some last year when I went ice fishing. It was very good. Mm -hmm. It is different. It, it is, is different uh, to white. I think it does have a little uh, like I don't know if I would say gamey, but like sage taste to it. Yeah, um, compared to yeah. it's good. But yeah, it, it was a little it's like, bit. It's not overpowering. It's a little anything. bit darker as well. Yep, it mm -hmm. was a little bit darker from what I remembered as well. Yeah. But it was really nice. <laughs> uh, so we're not going for no trophies. We're yep. going for mules here. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Yep. We may get an over-the-counter whitetail while mm -hmm. we're out there. If we see whitetail, we'll drop it. Yeah. But we also, our Ash said the same thing. If we get the job done early, then we'll do a day of rabbit, yep. grouse, upland mm -hmm. bird. Mm -hmm. Then we can leave early. You know what I mean? Yep. Get back for shotgun. Yep. All right, it's been 45 minutes. You got anything else you want to tell the people? That's it. Just appreciate mm -hmm. you as always. I always end every podcast with it. Our followers, our subscribers, our viewers, we, we can't thank you enough, honestly. Mm -hmm. we're, we're really happy with the progress and mm -hmm. uh, the content boom. You, you're just getting better and better, mate. I super enjoy mm -hmm. watching everything mm -hmm. you put out. Uh, and it shows, mm -hmm. I think, the subscribers are up and we just appreciate yep. it. Keep an eye out on us, mate, because I think in the next five years we're going to be doing some really big things. And one thing I do want to leave you with the last thought... Keep in mind what we're saying. I don't know how many people specifically this year, but we're trying to get new people into the woods, yep, especially yep. first mm -hmm. responders. Mm -hmm. We want people in. We want to share this. You know, a lot of the hunting, like, this is my place. I'm not letting anyone know about it, this, that, the other. Each year we do try to get mm -hmm. at least one person yep. into the woods that's never done it. And I know you've... You've exceeded that target yep, yep, this we year. Had, uh, I, I talked about it uh, in the podcast. It would come out right before this, but I'll rehash just a little bit. But, uh, you know, um, I took one of my new uh, new coworkers out. Or not new coworker, but he new to hunting. Yeah. Um, uh, and he came out. Um, plus, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, I also another guy I've been having out for years now, and he's yet to get his first deer. Um, it's Caleb um, Eckhoff. He, um, he's a good guy. He pa he passed on a buck, though, this year. Um, so he did pass on a little forky. He wanted okay. something bigger. So it was good for him on that. Good opportunity. Um, but I think next year, next year we got some plans. I think he'll get one. But then the other guy, um, 
like I said, a coworker of mine, he um oh he did get a shot, he did miss. Physical busy um, all seen now. Yeah, it, it was a long shot. I'm not like I'm not I'm not trying to give him excuses, but it was a difficult shot. So the three fifty, wasn't it? Yep, three fifty yeah, legend. And now I like that. Now to be fair, I did make the shot. You know, thirty seconds later, so it was a doable shot, but it was it was tough. Uh, somewhere hundred yards to hundred fifty yards, somewhere in there. Um, but uh, if I remember, though, you just done a bit of a war and you you didn't mm-hmm. have no rests, not yeah, no rest or anything, freehanded. It's always going to be a tough shot. Uh, yeah, isn't it was, it? yeah, it was a tough shot, but um, but anyway, we I ended up getting a doe down, got my third deer down, so that was that was nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, but we'll get them. We'll get them out this yeah. next year, and we'll get them a deer. Um, so excited about that. And I know Ryan and I've talked about our strategy for this next deer season. And I think it's a good strategy, getting some better, better content for you guys. So super excited for that, guys. Um, we'll go ahead and end this podcast. Ryan, I'll let you close yeah. it out as usual. Appreciate you so much. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, get on us, mate. We we love yous, and we love the fact that you're engaging with us. Please, if you've got any questions, don't hesitate to, to, to get in contact with us. We love interacting with every one of yous. And don't forget, Iowa Deer Classic and the Illinois Deer Classic, we're going to be there. The team will be there, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. See you.